Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. Oh my gosh, there's so many things going on in my mind right now, and I'm going to do my best to stay focused on what we are going to talk about today. And this was inspired by a quote from James Clear. If you're not familiar uh, with James Clear, he is an author. Most notably, he wrote Atomic Habits, really, really awesome book. He says, if you want a significant change in your results then you probably need a significant change to your strategy. Working harder on your current strategy is unlikely to move the needle. Where was James Clear in my life when I was like in my 20s and jumping from one diet to the next diet to the next diet to the next diet and having the same exact results, which were two good days, four crappy days, start over, try again. Oh, I must need a different kind of approach because I couldn't stick to this one when it had nothing to do with what the plan was and everything to do with how I was approaching it and the excuses I was making. I didn't need to switch to the same exact thing. I needed a significant change to my strategy. So I want to, we're going to dive into this today, but just one more time so that it kind of sinks in a little more. If you want a significant change in your results, then you probably need a significant change to your strategy. Working harder on your current strategy is unlikely to move the needle. Guys, this is true whether we're talking about building a business. If you want a significant change in your results, you need a significant change in your strategy. Working harder is not going to move the needle. It is true if we are talking about getting out of debt, if we're talking about improving your fitness, if we're talking about losing weight. Working harder on your current strategy is not going to move the needle. Now, I want to point this out. When I give the example of like jumping from this diet to that diet, that's not a new strategy. That's the same strategy, right? (laughs) Follow somebody else's rules, restrict, 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 same strategy. And I wonder if I had heard this quote then, if I would have realized that. I wonder if I would have realized that a new diet was still the same strategy. It's clear as day to me now that it's not, but I'm, I'm wondering if I would see it that way because I imagine whether we're talking about money or we're talking about fitness or we're talking about weight loss or we're talking about business, a lot of people out there might be restarting again and again and again with the same, same strategy, but they think it's different because it goes by a different name or the details are different. But if it is fundamentally the same type of thing, that is not a significant change to your strategy. A different tracking app is not a significant change to your strategy. A different diet is not a significant change to your strategy. A different type of workout plan 
is not a significant change to your strategy. It's the same thing. So I want to ask you this. Is your strategy working? A lot of times we stay with the same strategy when it's not working because we think that the strategy is fine, but it's our consistency that's the problem. So we keep on trying to be consistent over and over. But trying to be consistent is not a new strategy. I want to say that again. If you're staying with a strategy that is not working because you think, I just need to be more consistent, that's not a new strategy. You're still doing the same thing over and over and over, trying every Monday to do a little bit better, right? I believe that a better approach is changing to a strategy that you're willing to be consistent with instead of continuing to hope that you'll be consistent at this thing that you haven't done for the last month, three months, five years. I mentioned, you know, how I did this when I was really overweight, like over 350 pounds. And I kept trying to eat super, super clean. Like I, I felt like the goal was for my days to be perfect. And what that meant to me then was basically like non-starchy vegetables and protein, totally no sugar, no processed foods. And I kept trying and failing to execute that strategy. And I would have told you, well, there's nothing wrong with the strategy itself. It's just, I'm not consistent. And I would try again and again and again, week after week, month after month, decade after decade to be consistent. I was trying the same strategy and just trying to work harder, work harder. This is going to be the time. But we need a significant change to our strategy. So when we look at, okay, I haven't been being consistent. What am I willing to be consistent with? A lot of people don't want to go that way and say, well, what am I willing to be consistent with? Because they say that's not enough, right? I could be consistent with this small change, but this small change isn't enough to get me out of debt, to get me fit, to help me lose weight, to build my business. But the thing we need to remember is that what we're saying we're willing to be consistent with today is not all we will ever do because our capacity to do work, whatever that work is, if it's putting time into your business, if it's building a network marketing team, if it's getting out of debt, if it's eating better, your capacity grows over time once you get consistent. So when we think of that thing like, well, I could be consistent with this small thing, but that's not enough, you're not saying that's all you'll ever do. What you're saying is for today, and probably tomorrow, and maybe the next week or two, I'm going to be consistent with this. And then, because I was consistent in the small things, I am going to develop the capacity to take on more in short order, right? So I, at over 350 pounds, and yo-yoing constantly, trying to be super consistent with these very, very stringent diets, and I was never, ever consistent, I took a dramatic change in my strategy. And you guys know that that was a smaller order at Chick-fil-A, right? I would go to Chick-fil-A in the morning. I would order chicken biscuit, chicken minis, and hash browns and a large Diet Coke. And instead of being like, well, I should have, you know, eggs and spinach, I would say to myself, okay, what I'm willing to be consistent with now is either the chicken biscuits or the chicken minis. And yes, I absolutely had the thought like, that's not enough for me to lose over 100 pounds. But that's not the point. The point is consistency. And in consistency, our capacity grows over time, right? 
What are you willing to be consistent with? If you're trying to get up at 5 a.m. to work out and you keep sleeping in until 7 a.m. thinking that like the goal is today's the day I'm going to get up at 5, try shifting your goal to a 6.45 a.m. workout instead of a 5 a.m. workout. And you're, you might think, well, that's not enough. But you know what? Being consistent with a five-minute workout and a 15-minute earlier wake-up is way better than not building consistency with your imagined ideal, your ultimate goal, that 5 a.m. wake-up and maybe a 45-minute workout. If you want a significant change in your results, then you probably need a significant change to your strategy. And I've been thinking about this in terms of getting work done. And I've talked about this on the podcast before that transitioning to life with Roman and being a full-time stay-at-home mom while also being a full-time business owner, for probably a month and a half, I was trying the same strategy every day, like squeeze all the work into nap times. But what I found was I was kind of like, I really hope he goes down. I really hope he has a long nap. And I realized I'm I'm wishing away my day with my baby. Like I'm I'm wishing that he stays out of my hair when that's not what I want at all. Like what I want is to be fully present and enjoy him without the pressure of like I need him to nap for an hour and a half so I can get these three things done. It wasn't working and I was stressed out. So what I decided to do instead was focus on one tiny change. And that first change for me was first nap is my workout, no matter what, right? And that's easy because that was an easy shift for me because his first nap is usually like around 7, 7.30 a.m., not usually later than 7.30 because he's up pretty early. So I'm not going to have 7 a.m. meetings that could get in the way. I'm not going to have, you know, contractors come into the house at 7 a.m. that need to meet with me. It's, pretty, it's a pretty protected time. And what was happening before is the first nap would come and I would be like, oh, should I empty the dishwasher? Should I make my breakfast? Should I try to get a shower now? Or should I try to record this podcast? And not only was it just draining to do that same debate every single day, I was also wasting time and energy having to decide it. So I wasn't planning out the whole day. I was just, the first nap is the first workout. And if he sleeps for 20 minutes and I get in a 15-minute workout, awesome. If he sleeps for an hour and a half and I get in a 20-minute workout and I'm able to empty the dishwasher and have breakfast, amazing. But now, it's so much easier. When he goes down for his first nap, I know what I'm going to do. There is no debate. And that's where I started. Did I figure out nap two, nap three, everything else? No. I take that day by day. But that was a significant change to my strategy compared with being kind of chaotic and unstructured and having to figure everything out on the fly at every nap every single day, right? We can change our strategies and we've got to stop talking ourselves out of that's not enough. Like I very much could have said to myself, well, okay, so I figured out the first nap, but like that's not, that's not helping me get work done later in the day. It's a start and your capacity grows over time. Your capacity grows over time. A couple weeks after that, I was like, okay, then what I can do is make sure that after he goes down at night, I'm doing two or three things to kind of get a jump, right? And then that takes off so much pressure from the daytime naps. And I've shared before, like Chris started staying home on Thursdays. So even if on Wednesday I get 
hardly any work done, it is okay because I know that I have Thursday. I know that I have Saturday morning when Chris is home, that sort of thing. So this is what I want you to think about. Where in your life do you want different results? In what area? All right? You're going to get way more out of this if you sit down and write it out instead of just thinking about it while I talk about it. So what I would love for you to do, you're going to get out of this what you put into it. Sit down with a piece of paper, with a pen or a pencil, and just write this out. In what area of your life do you want different results? So for me, like fitness is a big priority for for me. I want to get a lot stronger. So I want to get different results in the area of my fitness. I want more consistency in the area of my nutrition. I want more peace and better communication in my marriage. Uh, I want uh, to be more productive in my work. I want to do less, but do it better. Now, you might also have five or six or 10 or 20 areas of your life where you want different results. That's okay. I do too. What I want you to do is just pick one that you're going to start with. That doesn't mean that the others are not important. Of course they're important, right? There's no way that my work isn't important, but my marriage is. Like my marriage, my work, my fitness, my strength, all of these things, nutrition are all very important. But what I want you to do when you've written down these areas of your life where you want different results, I want you to identify just one to start with. There's no best one. There's no right one. It doesn't have to be like, this is the paramount one. Just pick one because we're not blowing off the others. We're just picking one to start with first, okay? When you have that one, and remember, don't just, you're really cheating yourself from a breakthrough when you just listen. When you're sitting down and you can press pause and you've got a pen and a piece of paper, In that area that you've picked, that one area, whether it's your marriage or it's your finances or it's your body composition, nutrition, fitness, whatever, what is your current strategy or is there no strategy? Are you just kind of winging it? What is your current strategy? What is your current strategy? If you said, oh, there is no strategy, then what I want you to ask is, how do I think about this thing? How do I currently think about this area of my life? Like, if it was um, fitness, I don't have time to work out today. I'm not quite sure what to do. I don't have enough time to get in a full workout. I'm too tired. If, if you feel like there's no strategy, I want you to at least get clear on how you think about that thing, okay? Write that out because your perception, the story you tell yourself about it is baked into your strategy, right? So whether you see it as a strategy or not, how you perceive it, how you think about it is a strategy. So just this morning uh, in the Primal Potential Facebook group, if you're not in there, I'd love for you to join us. We have some really cool conversations in there. Uh, And I think it's great to be part of a community where people are trying to like do better, get better, be better, be supportive. And I always learn a lot from the people in there. So you could too. Earlier today, inside that group, somebody was saying, like, I really want to lose weight, but I am perimenopausal, and that makes everything harder, and I know my body responds best to low carb, but when I eat carbs, I just put on water weight, and I feel really tired, and that makes it super hard. So that is the perspective. That is, that is the, the, the filter through which you see 
the pursuit of weight loss in this example. So maybe a new strategy would be to see it totally differently. Like one of the number one things that I can control in my life and with my health is my body weight because so much of that has to do with choices I make. Not 100%, but so much of it has to do with what I eat, when I eat, how much I eat, how active I am, how much sleep I get. Isn't it amazing that I have so much control over my hormones, over my energy, over how my joints feel, over how I look when I, you know, how I feel when I look in the mirror? Isn't that freaking amazing that every single choice I make today I either make myself fitter or not. Now, you might not think of that as a strategy, but I'm going to tell you what, it has a huge impact on your strategy because if you have a strategy, just going back to this example that I shared, if you have a strategy to eat less sugar, but your story is like, oh, it's so hard, it's such a sacrifice, it's this, it's that, or the other thing, you're going to have a really difficult time executing that strategy. So as you think about your, your one area that you're going to start with, what is the current strategy? When I shared that I had a failing strategy trying to get my work done during the day with a baby, my current strategy was do all the things during the naps, right? Like just jam it all in. Be present with him when he's awake, kind of, sort of, but thinking about like how much time I'm going to have for the next nap and getting frustrated if his nap was short. The strategy was jam all the things, the self-care things, the work things, the home things into the naps. And when I think about my perception of that, how I was thinking about this area, my thoughts were, there's not enough time, there's too much to be done, and I can't get it all done. The next step is, what's a new strategy I can try? And the goal here is that you want it to be as different as possible. What is a new strategy that I can try? So with uh, when I was over 350 pounds, the new breakfast strategy was just chicken biscuits or chicken minis. I'm not trying to say like, I'm going to have a protein bar. I'm going to fast in the morning. No, no. Dramatically different strategy because I had tried those ones before was just chicken biscuit or ch chicken minis. The new strategy with naps was I'm going to focus on just the first nap and defining what I'm going to do in the first nap. And I'll tell you, I feel amazing when his nap is an hour and a half and I get three things done, but I also feel amazing when his nap is 25 minutes and I got in an 18-minute workout. What is a new strategy I can try? Am I willing to commit to that new strategy just for today? But then I want you to ask yourself, is this something that I think would, would be doable over the long term? Because if it's not, it's out, right? Then there's a couple other questions I want you to ask yourself. What could get in the way? What could get in the way of this new strategy? So for me in the morning nap, it could be, oh, no, I really need to get this email out or I really need to respond to this person or I need to record this podcast. Prioritizing other things could get in the way for me. So what needs to change so that that barrier isn't a barrier? What needs to change or what do I need to do so that I'm not negotiating out of that first nap, first workout commitment. And I think one of the things for me is telling other people about it, right? I've told my sister, I've told my husband, I've told my mom, I've told some of my friends, like, I've got this new thing, first nap is first workout. Another crazy thing that helps me is I post about it on social media. It helps hold me accountable, right? 
The other thing that I need to make sure is that that is, that is protected time, that I set myself up so that I can get that workout in without other things. So that means I don't turn the TV on before that workout. I don't start journaling before that workout. I don't schedule things, phone calls, check-ins, nothing like that during that time. So go through these questions for yourself. What is a new strategy that I can try? Am I willing to commit to do it today? Not, I'm going to start tomorrow. You'd be amazed at how many people say, oh, I got my Changemakers journal last week. I'm going to start it on Monday. I'm going to start it on the 1st. If it's worth doing, please don't wait until tomorrow or next week. So what's a new strategy I can try? Am I willing to commit to it today? Is it something that I'd be willing to do over the long term? What could get in the way? And what needs to change? Or what do I need to do so that that barrier is not a barrier? What needs to change? What needs to change in your thinking, in your behavior, in your planning, in your support from other people, in what you share, in who you recruit to help you? What needs to change so that that barrier isn't a barrier? I want to talk about um, how we can apply this to marriage, too, because I think that it, it can be pretty straightforward when we're talking about working out or we're talking about nutrition. But then there's these other areas that have a huge impact on our overall happiness, which has a huge impact on our overall health. If you want a significant change in the results within your marriage, you probably need a significant change to your strategy. Working harder on your current strategy is unlikely to move the needle. And I will be the first one to raise my hand and say I am guilty of doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results in my marriage, like trying to communicate more, trying to say things differently, trying not to raise my voice, trying not to be sarcastic, all of those things. But if you want a significant change in your results, then you need a significant change in your strategy. So one of the things I was thinking about the other day was um, instead of making it all about communication or the way that I talk, making it more action-based. Three random acts of kindness per day no matter what, as an example. If you want a significant change in your results, then you need a significant change in your strategy. We can't, whether we're talking about money or we're talking about business or we're talking about marriage or fitness or nutrition, we cannot keep doing the same thing working harder even at the same thing and expecting that to move the needle. If you want a significant change in your results, then you probably need a significant change to your strategy. Working harder on your current strategy is unlikely to move the needle. What I would love to see in the Primal Potential Facebook group, if you're not in there with us, it's totally free. I'd love for you to join us. I'd love to hear like what the significant change is because I've given a few examples, but I think it would be so great to see other people's examples, like the significant change to strategy that I'm going to do in my marriage is this, or the significant change to my strategy with my finances is going to be this. There's several thousand people in that group, I think like six or 7,000 people in that group and more every single day. Let's see, let's share, let's learn from each other and get ideas from each other. I would love to know the area of my life that I'm focusing on is this and the significant change of my strategy is going to be this. So head on over to 
the Primal Potential Facebook group. I would love to hear what this is. I'd love to walk alongside you as you do this. I'm going to give some thought to what mine is going to be. So if I haven't shared it in the group, head over there and ask me what mine is going to do because that's going to prompt me to remember because I am uh, recording this a bit before it airs. So if you want a significant change to your results, you need a significant change to your strategy. Stop thinking that you're just going to wake up and magically get consistent when you haven't been for the last six months, the last year. I'm not saying you can't, but what I am saying is that I think it would be much more effective if you made a significant change to your strategy. So somebody asked me in the Facebook group what mine is going to be so that I can remember to share it with you, and I would love to hear what yours is. Make it a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.